This is the Texas DWI Law Podcast, brought to you by Trichter and Legrand DWI and Criminal Defense Law Firm right here in Houston, Texas. We answer your questions about DWI and DUI arrests, dismissals, convictions, and more. In our last episode, we had DWI attorney Greg Holton, who talked to us about the steps to take after a DWI. Today, uh, we're going to jump into what happens if you're convicted of a DWI. So with us today, I have Leslie DeGrand. He's a DWI attorney and partner here at Trichter and Legrand Law Firm. How are you doing today, Leslie? I'm doing well. How are you? Very good, very good. All right, so let's jump into it. Can you tell us uh, a little bit of what happens if you get convicted of a DWI? Well, there are a lot of consequences to a DWI conviction, some of which are obvious, and they come in the form of the range of punishment and what are called criminal consequences. There are other consequences that are deemed collateral consequences, and we can go into those in a second, and those are things that may happen to your driver's license, to your job, to any license you may have to perform your job. And then there are consequences prior to being convicted that I assume you have talked about another time, which are consequences to your driver's license that are administrative consequences based on whether or not you took a breath or a blood test, whether you refused, and what um, happened at what's called the administrative license revocation hearing. So for our purposes, let's just assume the ALR has already been dealt with and we're only dealing with the consequences of a conviction. Does that work for you? Definitely. Okay. So like everything, it depends upon what happened previously in your life, meaning do you have any criminal history, and what happened on this specific case. So let's start with the DWI first and let's talk about the criminal consequences. So a DWI and the range of punishment on a DWI depend upon whether or depend on what your blood or breath alcohol level comes back to. And the big threshold number is 0.15. If you did not take a breath or blood test and they didn't get a warrant and force you to get breath or blood, it's going to default to a Class B misdemeanor, which would be below a 0.15. So let's start there. Anything that a first DWI that's below a 0.15 breath or blood test um, is a Class B misdemeanor. Now, the range of punishment on that is anywhere up to 180 days in jail and or a $2,000 fine. That can be probated. If it is probated, there is not any mandatory jail time on a first DWI. Your typical terms of probation can include community service, you'll absolutely have to take something called a DWI educational course. That course uh, will allow you to keep your driver's license. The only way you can keep driving after a DWI conviction, assuming you won the ALR, is if you take this specific class. Now, if it's above a .15, it becomes a class A misdemeanor. That means anywhere up to a year in jail or a $4,000 fine. Again, there's not mandatory jail time if it's probated, but you have the same class requirements. And additionally, you'll have to have something on your vehicle called an ignition interlock for six months to keep driving. Now, those are the criminal consequences of a first-time DWI. 
Now, like everything in life, if you have uh, any additional cases of criminal history, those penalties can be enhanced. So let's assume for a second you have a prior DWI. Now, it also matters when that prior DWI was. If you had a prior DWI within five years, you have a Class A misdemeanor regardless of what your breath or blood test comes back, and that means anywhere up to a year in jail and a $4,000 fine. Now, additionally, if it's in with five years, you have a mandatory jail time of five days in jail, even if that is probated. In other words, even if the judge gives you probation, you still have to do five days in jail. And that's day for day. They can't give you credit for the time that you were in when you were arrested. Uh, additionally, even if you take that DWI education course, you will have a driver's license suspension up to two years. Um, Let's drop down for a second and let's say that your prior DWI is anywhere older than five years. It can be 30 years ago or it could be six years ago. It's still a Class A misdemeanor, but your mandatory jail time goes down to three days in jail. Now let's talk a little bit about worst-case scenario. Let's say that you have two prior DWIs, and this is your third DWI. It does not matter when those prior DWIs were for the purposes of determining whether it could be a felony. Now, a good lawyer will tell you if it's over a certain period of time, those judgments may not be able to be used. So if you have a lawyer who, who specializes or focuses in DWIs, they'll be able to look at these judgments and tell you if these priors can be used against you. It's one of the first things that we do here. Um, but let's assume for our purposes that they're good judgments and you have two prior convictions for DWI. doesn't matter how old they are. What you're dealing with now is a third-degree felony, and the criminal consequences on that are anywhere from two to ten years in the penitentiary or a $10,000 fine. If the judge chooses to probate that, there's a mandatory 10 days in jail as a condition of that probation. And again, you're going to have a license suspension uh, regardless of whether you take that DWI education course. So those are the criminal consequences in terms of jail time. Um, the next issue is something called collateral consequences. And those are things that, you know, your driver's license, we talked about it a little bit, but your licenses for work um, and uh, your permit, your ability to carry a handgun, have a concealed handgun, or if you happen to be a commercial driver. Right, so it's pretty clear that the penalties and fines for a DWI in Texas are, are serious, even if it's a first offense. Um, but you mentioned CDL. So, yeah, what happens if someone has a commercial driver's license and they get a DWI? Well, let's start with um, the premise that we're talking about here, because this is what happens with most people. Very few people get caught driving their commercial vehicle uh, when they get a DWI. So I want to be clear, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you have a commercial driver's license and you're driving a personal vehicle. Um, it's amazing uh, it's to some people that you could be in your private car and it affects your ability to provide for and feed your family, but that's exactly what it does. Um, and for this purpose, let's start with there are two potential ways you can lose your commercial driver's license, uh, even if you're driving a personal vehicle. And the first one is 
something we touched on briefly, and it's something that happens before you're convicted, and that is uh, the administrative license revocation hearing. When you're arrested for DWI, you're offered either breath or blood test, and if you take it and you fail, or if you refuse it, it doesn't matter which one. The length of suspension on your regular driver's license changes, but the length of suspension on your commercial driver's license is a year, and it happens within 40 days if you do not request something called administrative license revocation, and you have to do it within 15 days, okay? So let's assume you lose the administrative license revocation hearing, or you have a lawyer that doesn't request one. What you hear and what they tell you is, let's say you failed the breath test, uh, that you lose your license for 90 days. Well, that's true, but that's only your Class E license. If you don't request an ALR hearing or you don't win the ALR hearing, you would lose your commercial driver's license for a year. Um, and that doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if, you were, if you were driving a, um, a commercial vehicle. You can even be driving a boat and have an ALR suspension and lose your commercial driver's license for a year. Um, so there are very serious consequences, which is uh, why you need to hire an attorney that focuses and specializes in DWIs. <laughs> now, let's talk about a conviction. If you're convicted of DWI, it's exactly the same. You're going to lose your commercial driver's license for a year. Now, if you have two or more DWIs, it can disqualify you for life. So these are very serious consequences that support your family. And it's still, yeah, people happen to have a commercial driver's license, regardless of what type of vehicle they were driving at the time. Okay, so we have a little bit of time left. I want to throw this last question in there. What about a CHL? What about a concealed handgun license that you have, and then you get a DWI? Okay. So, again, for our purposes, there are two different things that can happen. And let's start with the arrest. Um, what you may find is you may be kind of shocked that you have gone through all the steps necessary to get a concealed handgun license. You're legally carrying your handgun and you get arrested for DWI and then all of a sudden you're charged with unlawfully carrying a weapon. Um, and the reason is uh, the law says that an individual engaged in criminal activity may be charged regardless of whether or not they have a concealed handgun license. So even if you have this license, you could find yourself with an additional charge in, of unlawfully carrying a weapon. Now, if the DWI goes away, so does the concealed hand, uh, the uh, unlawfully carrying a weapon charge. Now, upon arrest, not conviction, upon arrest, you uh, immediately lose your concealed handgun license. Um, they don't wait for, they don't give you due process on this. They don't wait for the outcome. You're immediately suspended and you're disqualified from concealed handgun license. Now, if you win the case, whether it's dismissed or whether you're found not guilty by a jury, you can reapply uh, and you can do it immediately. Now, if you are convicted of DWI, it's a little different. If you're convicted, you're disqualified from applying for a concealed handgun license for five years. Now, you can still carry 
based on one of the other permissible means that you can carry uh, under the laws of the state of Texas, but just not, you can't get a CHL. Now, let's go worst case scenario here. If you're convicted two times in a 10-year period, you can be disqualified beyond five years. Uh, so again, these are some collateral consequences that people don't take about that can have impact on your life. And um, in Texas, we love to carry guns, and, and this could disqualify you. Uh, it's just something you may not think about, which, again, is why you need to engage an attorney that – uh, focuses primarily on DWI because it's a very complicated area of the law and it's not just something you don't get any lawyer for. Well, it's been a lot of good information there. I hope you guys uh, can get a lot of good advice and tips from this. Uh, this has been uh, a talk with DWI attorney Leslie Grant. Thank you again for coming on and uh, we'll see you next time. All right, thank you, Jim. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. This was the Texas DWI Law Podcast. Visit us online at TexasDWILaw.com or give us a call at 713-524-1010.